Welcome to the Weaving Magic Podcast, where we discuss the different ways to weave magic throughout your daily life. We are your hosts, Alyssa Lilly and Tara Webb, and we are thrilled to guide you in this magical journey of exploration and ritual. Hey, Magic Weaver, your host, Alyssa Lilly here, and I just wanted to pop in and do a quick intro. This episode was actually so juicy, it's so good. It ended up being over an hour long, so we've split it up into two separate episodes. I just wanted to pop in and let you know that the ending may be a little abrupt because we transitioned topics and we went ahead and split the episode into two, so look forward to part two next week. Hey, Magic Weaver, and welcome back to the Weaving Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Lilly. And I'm Tara Webb. Welcome. Welcome to our fun conversations with Tara and Alyssa. I'm laughing because um, whenever Alyssa pressed the record button, I have my notes in front of me for something we're going to talk about later. (laughs) And I'm just like seeing words and the word I see is cock. And I'm like, that's fun. (laughs) What notes do you have on the word cock? Uh, It's about herbology. And so I still need a little bit. (laughs) So it's like talking about how um, rosemary is actually the masculine and the feminine is rows of herbs, like how you can really see which one's more masculine and more feminine and tap into those energies. And so it says herbs growing in stalks equal cock. (laughs) (laughs) So they're more masculine because they have like a stalk and vines are more feminine. What a way to remember that. It's what I took in rich school. Yeah. Conversation. That's exactly what I heard. So, or saw whenever you pressed the button. That's why I was laughing so hard. Are you hearing talks in your thoughts too? You know, probably. Those days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's not so exactly what we're talking came, about. Yeah, I was say, we actually came to talk about how the universe communicates with you, but apparently we know oh. how it's communicating with Tara. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, not, that sounds horrible, but oh no, this could take a whole other turn, but I will say that the only people who are truly interested in penises are the men. It's like, crazy how, <laughs> this could be a whole different podcast episode, so we're just going to go on a tangent for this one, a small tangent, but isn't it just so strange how like growing up, they, they just draw penises and everything yes. and they're obsessed with them. Yes. I don't understand. And like whenever they, um, like these in dick pics. And we're like, that is not attractive. I do not want to see a dick pic. And like, you know, oh, send us pictures, whatever. Cool. I do, don't send me pictures of your dick. Don't. Like. Yeah, it's not what I it's want. It's not attractive. No. <laughs> They're the ones who's enthralled with it. And it's, it's, yeah. Patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Sean just sent me. It's funny that this is the conversation we started with. We totally unplanned impromptu here. Sean sent me a video that he watched explaining how men have unspoken bathroom etiquette about which urinal they stand at. Because they always skip one. Somebody's. They always skip one, or if Mm -hmm. it is packed, they like they use so much logic. Like there was a picture where two people were on one side, two people were on the other, and there was one in the middle. And then there was like two spots and it was explaining why he would choose one spot over the other. And I'm like, just go pee. I don't understand. 
They're so scared it's going to touch each other. Like, like oh no, the, they're going to magically like grow and their, their shoulders are going to touch while they pee. Oh no. That's not what I was thinking. I was thinking like the penises were going to grow and like, like, it's like what they're terrified of. It's like they're going to grow and they're going to touch me. Like, yes. And it's, it's also funny because I saw this uh, video of someone doing, um, it's kind of like the, uh, you know where I go, but it wasn't that one. It was one where like, they were like, you know, five days, three days, two days, like, you know, the countdown. And she was doing this and she basically like did that to her, uh, I guess, partner. And it's the two fingers, like, you know, like you're sticking in the butt. Um, but she was just joking. <laughs> Up the butt? That's what Yeah. And so like, he, and so like, she did it and he was like, yeah. <laughs> like was totally freaked out because he wasn't expecting it anything like that freaks him out and it's hilarious <laughs> well and it's hilarious too because that's where their spot is right? apparently you can reach it without going inside i've been told multiple times <laughs> fascinating because fascinating. they don't want to have to go inside so Warning, apparently we're talking about penises today. <laughs> apparently that was what was needed to, you know, release the masculine energy. Um, what we're really talking about is how the universe communicates with you. And I'm going to take this as not that I need more penis cock, whatever in my life. Because <laughs> I don't. Oh, maybe spit out. <laughs> <laughs> this is an extremely explicit episode. Um, not that I need it more in my life because I don't. Are. They are. Um, I'm going to take it as I need more of my own direct oh, energy. Embrace the more yeah, masculine. masculine. I'll look at it that way. I'll take it more internal. Everything just sounds like an innuendo now. I know. <laughs> how did we end up on this rabbit hole? So how the universe speaks to you. Um, we think that's very funny because the universe has been very loud to us lately, like spirit animals, um, spilling things. Um, and so this could also be a series like our, our, um, elemental magic that we just had where we did the three episodes on that, because there's so much that can go into how the universe speaks to you. You know, we, I just said, um, I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> I did. Um, oh, spirit animals. That's one way they can speak to you. Um, also through angel numbers. That's another way that the universe tends to show up. Um, what's another thing? Alyssa? I mean, it's really personal. The, I feel like the universe just, it's one of those things that it starts quiet and gets loud. Yes. It really wants you to listen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, what, what's the word? It's not serendipity. It's when it's beyond coincidence. I can't think of the word. Is that, Is that not serendipity? Is that not serendipity? Is that serendipity? Is that the right word? I haven't used that word in a beyond long time. I don't know. I would think it'd be Anyways, serendipity. Just like, for example, I'll use how the universe has been showing up for me. Yay. Um, <laughs> so the other day I go outside and there's a dead cicada. Cool. Weird. I have my, my husband get rid of it because I didn't want to touch it. And then I started thinking about 
uh, when I was a kid and I'd go out inside and play and I would really enjoy it, right? But now as an adult, I go outside, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable, I'm hot, I'm sweaty, oh, there's mosquitoes, and I feel there's bugs everywhere, and I don't want to touch the tree because there's ants, and I have all these thoughts, and I make it a miserable experience. But when I was a kid, none of those thoughts crossed my mind, and I would touch all the bugs, and I'd make the mud pie, and I would climb the trees, and it's like, when when did that shift happen? And so then I dismissed it, and I was like, okay, thoughts gone, cool. We paused on it for a moment. This week, yesterday, a dead praying mantis is on my doorstep. A dead praying mantis. So again, <laughs> I have my partner. Get rid of it for me because I don't want to touch it. Cool. You know, it's not a cicada. Of course, it's it's just coincidence, right? It's just coincidence. This morning, I get up to take my um, to take my son out to school, and there's another dead praying mantis on my doorstep, like right in front of my door not near any grass, not near anything it would be attracted to, just sitting on my on my welcome mat. It's like, okay, three dead things on my welcome mat, two of them being praying mantises. There's a lesson here and the universe is getting louder and we're going to listen now because I don't want any more dead praying mantises. Uh, Side note, I didn't know you had a welcome mat. I do. Mm. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Well, I wonder That's a topic for a day. On what, what am I? What am? What am welcoming? welcoming in? I don't know. I don't think it says welcome. Um, I think it says we're awesome. Oh, <laughs> and well, then that's my last name. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not welcoming anything, but that's nice. where a welcome mat would go. And I actually do really fun things with it with, on the bottom of it, like drawing sigils mm-hmm. and stuff. But that's a rant for another day. And I think it's interesting too because, like. Um, my son was downstairs and I was filling up the dog's water. We have a bowl because we try to get them this massive jug thing where it like filters the water out for them. But my dogs were scared of the sound of it and wouldn't drink. Like they literally would have died to not drink the water. They would not want the water. So I have this now big bowl that I put water in and I was getting, I was like, Hey Thomas, come here a second. And he did. He was like right behind me, but he literally came to where I was. And so I hit him in the head with it on accident and water spilled over him. Thank goodness he had just gotten out of the shower. I was like, oh, sorry, but I didn't know you're like right there. And so we cleaned that up and I put the water down and the dogs are drinking it. And that's like Ori's favorite thing to play in. And I didn't get to him fast enough and he spilled the rest of the water onto the floor. And that's like a good amount of water. And so then I was making my drink. This is all tonight within a matter of like, 10 minutes. I was making my drink, poured my oat milk in my little warmer frother thingy and put the lid on it. It wasn't quite, it was like, um, uh, odd. Like what's the, it was like, it was like kind of on it, but like I needed to like readjust it. Right. Um, and so as I was trying to readjust it, I dropped it and it fell off and the milk spilled. And so I cleaned it up and I was just like, what is spilt liquids. What, what is the sign of this? I don't know yet. Um, that and spiders. Spiders are everywhere. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell, um, our magic weaver about your hike and the orb spiders. Oh, those were the, um, the wolf spiders. Oh, I thought you said orb spiders. Yeah. Orb spiders on my back porch. So spiders are literally everywhere. Um, we were a couple, like last week, we were doing yoga outside and 
this wolf spider, which actually does not weave a web, it hunts its prey by chasing it. And so um, the moms... I didn't know that. I know. I'm learning so much about spiders now. The moms will actually carry their babies on their back. And so this wolf spider mom <clears throat> came up on one of the yoga mats and had all the babies all over his back. It was like fascinating, but gross at the same time. And they were like, push the spider away with its hand because it won't really bite you. Um, and you can also like wipe the babies off and the babies will just climb back on apparently. And then we went for a moonlit hike right after that. And we saw, I guess it was either... It could have been a male, but I mean, it didn't have any babies on. It was like another wolf spider because they hunt at night, which is around. Um, this past weekend, Justin was... <sighs> Words are like elusive today. Um, not air drying or blow drying. When you were like using a big... <laughs> what do they I don't call? know what this means. <laughs> I don't know what you're um, saying vacuum <laughs> when you're outside and you're like using a big thing to blow air i can make the sound but oh like, like a leaf blower yes thank you i don't know why um he was like leaf blowing um everything off the back porch so that we could get it clean and there were so many orb weaver spiders like all around our back porch and he was saying it's so interesting like, as he was trying to blow them because he's terrified and like does not like them um they also don't really bite I found out um, that, you know, their webs withstand a lot of the wind because that's what it has to get used to doing. Uh, it was really fascinating. And there are just so many, like they actually have the big butts or whatever you want to call them. Um, so yeah, they're all on my back porch. And then we went for a hike yesterday and one of the kids that was with me was like, I was like, oh, look, it's a spider. And he just like picks up the spider in his hand. It's like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. I'm just like, Oh, okay. Well, when did that leave us, Tara? I don't think I ever picked up spiders. That of curiosity, huh? I don't think I ever picked up spiders. Really? I I don't... I was very particular. Um, I loved playing with daddy long legs. I used to yeah. have them all the time. And then I worked mm -hmm. at a pet store, so I held tarantulas a lot, too. I think mm -hmm. I used to be really fascinated by tarantulas. Let me tell you, that's an experience. As an adult, they freaked me out, but as a kid, I loved them. Mm -hmm. um, and snakes and different things. And yeah. just like, it's so different. I was always fearful because I think I was taught to be fearful. Mm -hmm. I loved caterpillars until my brother got stung by one. And so then I always I had to get stung by caterpillars. I think it's the moth ones. The one that has like the prickly things on them. You can get oh, stung. I think you yeah. like allergic reaction to them. And then today there was this yellow garden spider. It's massive beautiful web apparently we went and caught a grasshopper and one of the people threw it into the web and watched the spider go up and like wrap around it and the same boy that had it in his hand earlier not that one apparently um recorded a video of him allowing it to crawl on his face because it doesn't really bite and so it's like spiders are everywhere in my life um you can also notice uh the universe sending you signs through feathers finding feathers on the ground. Um, I look for things that's, that, that just keep reoccurring and you're mushrooms. Like, this can't be coincidence anymore. Mushrooms also reoccur a lot for me. Mm. Um, trying to think of what else would kind of reoccur and like very tangible things. You can maybe see a lot of different circles, like rock circles, um, mushroom circles, fungi, like that kind or of stuff. Or even how things just come to you sometimes. I can't remember the example that you had, Tara, but I remember you saying, I think it was Dominic, was like, I would really like to have this. 
and it was, oh, that's Thomas. Day, he ended up get, it was Thomas. Okay. Because it's Thomas interesting. Just, like, spoke it and the universe is like, I hear you. Here you go. Yeah. It's interesting because, um, Thomas is the kid that does speak it and gets it. And Dominic almost tries too hard. And the, it's not the universe isn't giving it. It's just like, he tries too hard for it versus just letting it flow. You know? Um, but Thomas like, always can easily find feathers. They just kind of fall for him. Um, trying to think what else we would find lying around. I think Besides. it's just a lot of symbols that stand out to you, right? Seeing the mm -hmm. patterns of numbers when we talk about numerology, seeing the same repeating numbers over and over again, or every time you look at the clock and you always see a sequence of three ones or four ones or whatever. Um, or flowers. I work a lot with, oh yeah. I've had, I've had mm -hmm. lilies just pop up in my house. I think I've talked about this in a prior episode, but um, literally in the rocks by my house, just lilies that I've never planted just started growing. And to me, that's, that's a sign where lilies don't just come out. Of, they're not a weed. They don't just pop up out of nowhere. And I think was, money can also be a sign too, because we've had, um, Justin and I, our family has had like a, an abundance of money just out of nowhere coming to us, things that we normally just wouldn't plan for. You know, I got a check in the mail for something. My credit cards company said, Oh, we did a backlog of things and this is for you. And it was like a couple thousand. It's like, Oh, no idea this was coming. Right. Like, so and that's another thing of like money can just, you can find $20 or something on the side of the road. Like money can also be a sign that can just kind of flow to you and, and arrive and show up and be definitely be a message within that. Or I'm phrases, people and phrases. Why are you laughing? Because you said people and I said phrases at the same time and they were like, oh yeah. And we reversed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I remember one time uh, I went to California actually to do um, this kind of a, I went to go see this coach and do an immersive one-on-one -on -one VIP experience in California. And then the next day I spent by myself just exploring the beaches in California. And I remember walking by, I was walking on the beach and I had somebody stop and talk to me out of nowhere. And I was really nervous because, you know, I'm out by myself in California, somewhere I don't know. And, um, I remember the person telling me that they, they thought I, that, uh, I was a healer and that they could feel my energy. And I thought that was fascinating. And I was like, okay, cause this is around my awakening too. So like I hadn't really opened that part of myself. And then, uh, that same walk, I passed by the shop and I don't know why, but I just wanted to go in and the shop owner came out of the back to talk to me. Um, and he was like, I, since you are, you have really great gifts and you are a healer and kind of talked me through a few things. So I think just even the universe speaks to you through other people. So that speaks to your intuition, right? When you have that, that nudge to say something to somebody, you don't know how much they need to hear it in that moment. Right? So you're that way that the universe is communicating and vice versa. And also being sure that it's not meant for you too, because sometimes we get that nudge we immediately go tell somebody instead of going inward and be like, was this for me to There's know? There's gotta be some discernment. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> uh, also sounds. 
sounds are a way that the universe can songs. show up. Songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hearing things like on repeat. lyrics and songs or the repeating songs. Or like hearing a train constantly. Hearing um, animal sounds. Ooh, I'm curious. I'm, I've never even thought about trains, but every house I have lived in since I moved to Indiana, there's a train nearby. It's like mm-hmm. we can't get away from trains. Mm. I wonder why. Mm. I mean, trains are always going somewhere. Mm, let me get the hell out of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, like Alyssa said, they start off really quiet and enough to where you're kind of like, oh, that's cool. It happens again. And you're like, that's nice. Well, okay, that's interesting. Like, you don't think much about it. And the more times it comes, at some point, you're kind of like, mm, I can't not notice this. Um... But it's when you, when you're at that stage and you don't go deeper into like, why is it showing me it is when it gets even louder. Like you can have signs continuously show up and then not be like obnoxious. Right. But then you can also have signs be obnoxious and like literally be in your face and be like, I'm going to like attack you and just like show you constantly until you actually get what I'm trying to say. And sometimes those lessons are hard. They are. They're Mm -hmm. they're very difficult. And it can be, I mean, it can even be reoccurring trauma cycles, right? So when we go through a trauma cycle and we repeat patterns, we attract that into our lives. And so a lot of times that's the universe's way, like, hey, you need to break this cycle. And so it gets louder and louder and more intense each time you reattract that similar relationship or whatever you're attracting it gets louder because the universe is telling you you need to break this cycle you are a cycle breaker you're not meant to keep attracting this Mm. and sometimes it's hard to hear and to kind of grasp that it's meant to kind of move on beyond that instead of just like holding on to it. Cause sometimes we make up stories in our heads about, you know, who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. And, Oh, that's so fun. That, you know, number showed up for me so many times. How cool. And it means this, right? Like we, we form that story versus, okay, why is it wanting me to you know move on with something? Or is it just here to reaffirm me, you know? And that also is entirely up to you. Like one thing that we're going to discuss in numbers is that there's an idea, like a set idea of what each number means. But as with everything you create yourself, like if you see butterflies and you have the general uh, consensus around butterflies are like, you know, that you're going through the, you're born and then you have the, in the womb stage and then you're, you know, you live and fly around. And it's like the, the cycle of life is what it's typically seen as. If that doesn't resonate with you, then then figure out what does, right? Like nothing's going to be entirely exactly the same for every single person. So I would say on that note, I think it'd be fun to go into what numbers can mean. Um, Cause we did basically kind of what colors and like the perception of colors with elements and kind of what the uh, colors mean in our, I think it was our last episode. 
And we connected those kind of with trauma and that kind of stuff. But that's one thing we didn't mention here is that, you know, colors can also be huge signs and they can be, you know, if you're really drawn to black a lot right now, maybe you're going through your bad witch, bad bitch phase kind of thing. And like you're going through transformations, uh, those kinds of things. And I think it'd be fun going through numbers and really seeing what they're supposed to mean. And then also like, do your own thing. <laughs> I think we say that so many times, but seriously, create your own list of stuff. And that's where yeah, my notes has taken very in-depth notes for this numerology episode. Yeah, um, this is what I got from um, stack of papers. <laughs> I got these from Witch School, and I was like, I transferred them over, so it's really nice. Um, you know, having your own kind of like book of spells or grimoire and that kind of thing. I want to create my own and make it like really personal. But don't let that hold you up if that's something you want to do, and you're like, oh, but I can't make it personal yet because I don't have the money or I don't have the time. Just write something down. And eventually yeah, you'll get example. there. Example of how easy it is to build something like that. I just talked about um, the signs of dead praying mantises on my mantises, mantis, however you say that, plural version, on my doorstep. Um, Lincoln and I took it outside. We laid it to rest. And I'm going through and learning about praying mantises, both, you know, where they're symbolism appears in different cultures, but as well as how they are in the wild. And I'm writing it down in a journal, which I call my book of shadows and I'm learning about it. I write in there how to take care of different plants that I have in my house. And so it may not be this in-depth, beautiful, gorgeous leather back grimoire. It's literally, uh, what are those dot notebooks called? Bullet journals. It's a bullet journal. Yeah. And I just go through and jot down notes if I feel like drawing or making an artsy idea, but sometimes it's just notes. And I think that's a beautiful way to get started to just document your learning experience and go back because I go back and refer to mine all the time for recipes and things that I learned in the past. And it's, yeah. Um, the plural of mantis is mantises or mantis. Oh. Mantis. Mantises. So many mantis. So many <laughs> men. That's another thing of why there's the, the word man and men in so many of our words. Menstrual cycle. That's another tangent. Mm. Mantis. Mm. I'm trying to think of more and I can't. Manners. <laughs> there's a lot of women. Women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's another that has to do with our periods too menstrual cycle and menopause. That's the other one, menopause. Because men are put on pause. I'm just joking, I don't know. 